Welcome everybody to Shootin' the Sith, your one-stop shop for all things Star Wars in the Star Wars galaxy. I'm your host this week, Robert Slavinsky, and with me is Mr. Colton Bird. How's it going, Colton Bird? <laughs> That's an impressive lightsaber you have there, buddy old pal. <laughs> but how's it going? It's going. It's going. It's going. It's going places. It's going fast. We're almost there. Celebration <laughs> is upon us. Yeah. And, and we're 10 months away from episode nine. <laughs> yes. Celebration. Almost to the day. Yeah, yeah. Well, celebration is less than two months away. Exciting, exciting news. Uh, episode nine is ten months away. Ten months away, roughly. A few days short of ten months away. Awesome. Excited about that. Who knows when Ma- the Mandalorian's coming out? That soon. Jedi fallen or no? Uh, Star fallen. Wars Jedi fallen or fallen Jedi or whatever it's called. I can't. Fallen Jedi Order. I think. Fa- whatever. Jedi fallen order. Jedi Order Fallen. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? But that's coming and going to be out soon within the next year as well. So we've got a whole bunch of Star Wars stuff that's coming out. We've talked about it in our past episodes. We're all excited about it. We are so pumped for Star Wars right now. Whoa! (laughs) Insert that R2 noise. (laughs) Uh, But I've got some stuff to talk about this week. Some things have come up and we want to talk about them. And that's why we're here. A little bit. Just talk about a little bit. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, so first thing I want to talk about is... Give it away now. Episode 9 has officially wrapped production. Yep. Uh, they have wrapped. Uh, John Boyega, J.J. Abrams, they both shared some things on Twitter. They sh- uh, shared a little picture of Daisy Ridley, John Boyega, and uh, what's his face? <laughs> <laughs> Lupe Fiasco. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, that sounded Spanish. <laughs> Uh, isn't it like Oscar Isaac or something? Oscar Isaac, thank you. <laughs> no, Lupe Fiasco. I, I, I really don't know. Why. I, I don't. I don't understand. <laughs> There's a cough. I don't understand. Uh, so yes. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Yep. I, we made it two minutes in before I broke us. <laughs> So they, they uh, posted a picture on social media of those three hugging uh, on a desert planet, it looks like. Well, not a desert planet, but in the desert. And, yeah. Uh, in, on, you know, Tatooine, of yeah. course. Now, what Ray is wearing, her hair is very similar to that of The Force Awakens. She's wearing the wraps on her arm. She has a, a brown armband on her, the upper arm. Uh, then Poe and Finn are kind of wearing just different clothes we've never seen them in before prior to this movie. So... Uh, where are they at? Are they at, back on Jakku, do you think? Uh, probably. Yeah, that's what I think. I think they're back on Jakku in this picture. They probably and were finishing up some uh, scenes that take place there. Ray went, and I. she was like, I don't want nothing to do with this, and goes back to her junk-dealing ways yeah. on Jakku. Now, according to making, or, uh, star, <laughs> making, making Star, star Wars. Wars.net, uh Sources confirm to us that the wrap party for Star Wars Episode Nine is tomorrow, which was this was a few days ago. Uh, of course, we saw Abrams uh, let us know the film was wrapped today through social media. Now, the picture, it does show Ray's hair, uh, is in the style above in the picture because it has to match older footage of Ray that was shot with Carrie Fisher for The Force Awakens. The details, the details of the sequence are not being talked about at this time, however. So... The reason why they're on Jakku, or in the desert for some odd reason, I don't know what that has to do with Carrie Fisher so much, because she was never shot anything in yeah. the desert. 
unless. So here's something that's that's very interesting. So you remember when they were filming The Force Awakens? Yes. The Force Awakens was being filmed, and then there was an accident. Harrison Ford got his leg broken by a door from the Millennium Falcon. It was like, and it just broke his leg. Same. Yeah, it sucked. But they had to take, what, two, two and a half months off. During yeah. those two, two and a half months, they rewrote the film. Uh, a good portion of the film. Not the entire thing, but a good portion of it, which also meant they had to do some reshooting and stuff like that. So that's one thing you have to remember. Number two, Ryan Johnson. <gasps> you said the RJ word. <laughs> he, was, he was writing episode nine, or eight, not nine, episode eight, while The Force Awakens was shooting. All right? Uh, by the time they were close to the end of production with episode seven, Force Awakens, JJ uh, was talking to Ryan, and Ryan said, hey, buddy, could you change some things up for us a little bit? He's not sure. Yeah. Now, one of the podcasts I absolutely love listening to is called Rebel Force Radio, and uh, you know I'm definitely going to credit them with, with me getting this information from them. Uh, I have heard it other places, but I don't remember where, so I'm going to give it the credit to them. Now, there were some things that we knew about The Last, or not The Last Jedi, The Force Awakens prior to it coming out, one of which there was a lot of rumor talk about Luke Skywalker at one moment in the movie would be seen meditating with rocks, hovering about, uh, around him. Like, he's mm-hmm. using the Force, the Force, and everything like that around him. That was going to be the last scene of the movie. That when Rey came up upon him with the lightsaber, he would be standing there and rocks would be floating around him. Boulders and stuff like that. You, you, he'd be using the yeah, Force. That'd be dope. However, it doesn't fit with what Ryan Johnson wanted to do with Luke. You know, Ryan Johnson made Luke where he was totally disconnected from the Force. His script also went in a completely different direction. In my opinion, it went in a completely different direction than what J.J. was going with Ray's character. I believe, I wholeheartedly believe that J.J. had full intention of revealing who Ray was in The Force Awakens. I do. the, The reason why I believe this is because there's so many times where Daisy Ridley would talk and she goes, you know, we knew from the time, like, I've known from the time of episode seven who I am. You yeah. Know, who, like, where I come from and everything like that. And even, like, before the move, before she saw the finished product, before the, the big premiere and everything like that, she was like, I, you know, I thought it was, it's pretty obvious in the movie who I am. But you're, it's not. You're a ray of sunshine. <laughs> so, I mean... No, I won't say the big premiere. I'm sorry. It was after the big. It was after the premiere, so she did see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, but it was after the premiere that she saw, but before the wide release. That's yeah. what I meant to say. Uh, so she saw it, and she's like, "I thought it was pretty, you know, obvious who I was." Other people didn't see it that way, and we're like, "But you read the script, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, we don't." So to me, I think she's always known, at least according to what JJ was planning on who she mm. is and who she was for this new trilogy. So, remember, now they're talking about utilizing footage that was unused in the movies of Carrie Fisher. Right? Under- yeah, understandable. Okay. So, we see this picture here, and they are in the desert. If it is Jakku that they're on, there had to have been a scene filmed with... Yeah, Carrie Fisher on Carrie Jakku. Carrie Fisher on Jakku in some form or fashion. Whether it was going to be a flashback scene where she... Uh, has this flashback of Carrie Fisher actually leaving her on Jakku. 
or if it's something where maybe there was something that was edited out towards the end of the movie where they actually do go back to Jakku together yeah. for some reason. Who knows what it could have been. But I, I, I'm thinking with the the first thought that... Yeah, because you want her to be a Skywalker. <laughs> she's a Kenobi, damn it. Honestly, it, it, that doesn't mean she's a Skywalker or a Kenobi at all. Like It doesn't mm-hmm. mean anything. It just means that she that Leia is the one that left her behind. Which, again, I, I, I feel, even through The Force Awakens, I've always felt that Han and Leia had something to do with her being on Jakku. Yeah. I've always felt that. It's not, it, f- it felt very prominent in the movie. Yes. Like, anytime they were together, like Carrie Fisher and Han were together, you were like, hmm, no. When Ray, when Ray and Han were together, yeah. that is where it was most noticeable to me. You know, especially yeah. that moment they get to uh, where Maz Kanata's castle is, and they go into the planet. She goes, "Look at all that green! I never knew there was so much green in, in the entire universe." And, he and just, Han just gives her that look, like, "Like I screwed up." Yeah. So, like, I really truly believe in that, and it kind of could line up with the the rumors that Harrison Ford might show up in this movie. Yeah. You know, like there have been rumors of that that being a possibility. And if it's for a short little flashback where Ray has a vision of seeing Han and Leia dropping a young Ray off on Jakku. Yeah. It makes sense. It makes sense. Or even just a Han. Like they had Leia or Leia. They had Ray and then Han was like, I'm going to go do my own thing and drop her off because he didn't want the baggage. Maybe. I mean, who knows? I mean, I'm not saying that Harrison Ford is going to be showing up to film scenes. Like, they could easily, if there was a film shot or film, a scene shot in The Force Awakens with yeah. Lee and Han doing that. All he has to do is sign his name. Exactly. He just needs to go, yeah, that's fun. Go ahead. Whatever. Do what you want to do. And honestly, he may not even have to do that. They may just yeah. say, look, anything we shot, we can use. Yeah. Too bad. Yeah. You're, you're Han Solo. Get over it. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just kind of the way I'm looking at it. Uh, I mean, this one little picture, Just it's just crazy that this one little picture, and you've seen the picture, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking at it over here. I mean, this one little picture can stem so much, so much discussion. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> you know, for Star Wars, and, and that's what we love. That's what I mm-hmm. love Star Wars for that reason right there. It's just a little picture, just the littlest thing. A little picture, and we're like, oh, they're on Tatooine. <laughs> oh, they were on Mustafar. Yeah. Now it's... Raise a reincarnation of Anakin. What? <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I can't. I can't wait to see what happens uh, with this. Now, this same article uh, s- states that sources believe the first trailer will be different than the one shown to the crew around Christmas time of 2018. Now, there was a trailer. I remember there being a report that the crew of the movie got to see an early trailer for the movie. Nerds. Uh, the trailer showed a bit more than you would think they would want to share at this moment of right now yeah. for us, but didn't delve into the plot at all. Everyone says it was so good, and it was apparently scored using only Star Wars Episode Nine footage. So we might have a shot at seeing it at some point. So this little trailer they made, maybe not before the movie comes out, but why not throw it as an extra... Yeah, why not? In the the Blu-ray release. Why not? You know? That's that's the kind of stuff that Star Wars fans love. That's the one thing that I think they drop the ball with, with uh, both The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, is just the extras. Because, like, when you got the two-disc special editions with one through three, you got, like, commentaries Uh, that were, like, got five or six commentaries. The amount of commentaries I've listened to for Star Wars, the amount of... Uh, behind the scenes yeah, footage. Yeah, just the bonus and, featurettes and, and stuff. Uh, the amount of stuff that I used to just sit there on a daily basis, just like, you know what, I'm going to watch all the all the special behind the scenes stuff of all the Star Wars movies. I just sit there for a week doing that. Yeah. You know, like that's... Because it's entertaining in and of itself. And, and that's what Star Wars fans want. I just think they drop the ball. Now, it, 
hindsight is twenty twenty because right now it's like, well, I'm glad they didn't show all that stuff for The Force Awakens because a lot of this stuff was Carrie Fisher stuff and we yeah. wouldn't have been able to then use it for this movie. And now it's all spoiled. Yeah. So at least that they didn't do it with that. But, but you never know. We might get a collector's edition release that now has it after episode nine comes out. Maybe. maybe. Like here's some deleted scenes that make way more sense now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so the MacGuffin is controversial as an idea. Supposedly in the movie, the MacGuffin is controversial as an idea. However, the source that is saying this says that not that it's not the case in execution. So the execution of the MacGuffin makes sense and it works, but the the idea of the MacGuffin is controversial. It's uh, a porg. <laughs> they ha- have also said that the MacGuffin actually evolves as the story progresses. So Star Wars Newsnet is saying that, or not Star Wars Newsnet, makingstarwars.net is saying, so we apparently won't begin the film with everyone searching for something right off the bat. In theory, that is an interesting way to start a Star Wars film with what we know about this movie so far. Uh, so again, I, I said, I could see it being a person. I, I really believe that MacGuffin is going to be a person that they have to go and find that's going to... That know, becomes aware and doesn't want to be found. Maybe. Something like that. <clears throat> or becomes heavily protected. Is it Palpatine? Is it Snoke? Is it a clone of Rey? Is it a clone of Finn? Is it Rose Tico? Like, is it <laughs> uh, is it like Darth Vader's missing hand? Yeah. Why would it be Darth Vader's? I don't know. Why wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, whatever. I mean, well, Anakin Skywalker. I mean, who's, yeah, why not? Whatever. <laughs> whatever. But, I mean, we're just throwing it out <laughs> No one really knows right now unless they've worked on the film. Yeah. And even then, I, I'm sure there's a lot of people who work on the film who have no idea what's going on Yeah, still. from the reports, like, it's hush. Yeah. Every, if you don't need to know, you don't know. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, Which is mind-boggling. How do you keep that many people in the dark? Like, there's at least 500 people working on that. At least. Yeah. And probably, like, 450 of them are in the dark. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Sticking with the Episode Nine talk. Uh, at a red carpet premiere of something, I don't know what it was, uh, some people ran into J.J. Abrams, and he said of just how excited he is for the fans to see Episode Nine. Now, this was after production wrapped. Um, I'm sure he's taken a little bit of a break before he dives into yeah. the editing hardcore. So, uh, yeah, he's, he just spoke about how excited he is for people to, to see this story and see how everything comes together. And uh, I mean, I'm right there with him. Yeah, and honestly, here's the thing. With all the backlash that we've gotten from The Last Jedi and, and Unwarranted Solo, uh, yeah. you know, people just uh, people are still excited for this. You yeah. know? And, as much as they don't want to be. As much as some people don't want to be, yes. Yeah. I, I the th- very vocal 10% of the fan. Fandom. I think what people don't understand is this movie, it's still going to make a billion dollars. Yeah. Uh, it might even break The Force Awakens record. Might. I'm not going to say it definitely will, but it might. I mean, I if, it's, it's if it's as good as he's saying. <laughs> but here's the thing. They're touting it as the final Skywalker film. So the final saga film about the Skywalkers, which I still don't agree will be the case, but that's what they're touting it as right now. So we, we just say, okay, this is the final Skywalker film. Who doesn't want to see that? Exactly. Number one. Number one who any any that? real Star Wars fan is not going to miss that. Yeah. So number two, all right, number two, The Force Awakens was a huge success. Huge success. And while it was controversial, there were some things that were controversial with that movie. I get it. Some people didn't like the fact that it was... Uh, they say a rehash of A New Hope. 
Okay. Some people didn't like that. However, it was still a huge success. Yeah. Critically and uh, commercially. Commercially. Yeah. It's going to be the same with this, people. Like, you just got to realize J.J. Abrams is coming back and he's finishing his he's idea. He's finishing his idea. What, how he has to adjust that because of The Last Jedi, who knows? But he's a talented writer. He's a talented director. Yeah. If anybody could go into a movie and say, you know what, I didn't write the last one, I didn't have really much to do with the last one, but I can still make it work to what I wanted my vision to be, it's going to be J.J. Abrams. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I have faith so, in him. Yeah, I absolutely have faith in him. It's, it's Star Wars. I'm going to see it five times in the theater. Yeah, or more. Yeah, or more. <laughs> <clears throat> but, I mean... We can't do anything right now. Yeah, sadly. unfortunately. It licks tears off my face. <laughs> now, it's going to be interesting to see what happens because, you know, Celebration is less than two months away, and we also have uh, no title for Episode Nine yet. Yeah. And I've been talking about it for months. Uh, Colton's been talking about it. Everybody's yeah. been talking about it in, in the stratosphere of, when are we going to get the title? Now, people are still thinking we're going to get some kind of trailer or tease prior to Celebration. I don't believe that. I don't think we're going to get yeah. any footage. I do think we might get a trailer, or not a trailer, a title. Uh, however, very interesting thought is supposedly, I saw something pop up on Twitter yesterday or the day before that said that there is a trailer actually completed uh, for Star Wars and that it could be attached to something as soon as Captain Marvel. I don't think that's going to yeah. happen, people. I just don't see it's happening. Uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't attach it to Captain Marvel. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be the same general audience that you're yeah. you're going for there. I would go for more of Endgame. But by the time Endgame comes out, you'll have already had Celebration, so you'll yeah. have a full length. Or not a full length trailer, but you'll have a trailer at that time. Yeah. So I'm, that's my guess. My guess is whoever this source was through Twitter was was just getting it mixed up, saying, I, I have no doubt that the trailer is ready now. Yeah. I mean, what the heck? Why not? You know, yeah. like they could have it. You, you can on a shelf. have a minute and a half ready for it. Now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and it could be sitting on a shelf, just waiting for celebration to go. Hey, everybody, here you go. <laughs> sitting on a shelf. It's in a, it's, it's in a jump draft on a computer. <laughs> okay. Well, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> it's in a jar. <laughs> it's just, yeah. In a jar. One of, of the pickles. <laughs> and one of the old timey reels. <laughs> That's how that's how we're seeing episode nine for the first time. Hey, take it off of the digital format. I I actually wouldn't mind that. Like I really would. Like don't get me wrong, digital looks great. Yeah. But there's some there's something to the old film format where you just get that reel and you know you hear the projector like and even the look of the movie it just looks different compared to what yeah. is shot digitally now. And uh, you know who is it that still? I don't know. There's, there is a director out there that still shoots solely on film and refuses to move to digital. And I give him so much credit because I can't remember who it is, but I give you credit. Uh, I mean, could you imagine trying to find the resources for that? I mean, they still have that. It's not like they got rid of all that. Yeah, but like it must be so much harder to find. Well, maybe. Well, I mean, not with the internet. I yeah. guess I'll take that back. So Just types it in on Amazon. Two dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Score. Yeah. So that's exciting. <clears throat> Ah oh, man, why can't episode nine be like tomorrow? Yeah. Whoops. Well, it wouldn't be tomorrow. It'd be Thursday. So, that's all for episode nine news. I got. Uh, I I still think we'll get a a, a title before um, celebration. I wouldn't put it past them holding it till celebration, but I think we might get it before that. Uh, so yeah, sadly, sadly. 
Star Wars Mace Windu, episode nine. So, an interesting thing came up uh, this past week. Whoa. Um, Whack. Sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to find my... I, I had it pulled up, but my page reloaded and... No, don't, don't worry here anymore hey give us a five star like on the fandom vibe on itunes write a review Woo. please yeah fandom vibe Woo. Woo. five star review please <laughs> you know don't give a fuck you know if you, if you don't think we deserve five stars give us four <laughs> <laughs> we'll be humble <laughs> all right so where's that here do, 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 there it is all right all right so we're told and I'm getting this from StarWarsNewsNet.com, which is a great site to go to, guys. If you want Star Wars news, go to StarWarsNewsNet.com. I also like making Star Wars, uh, making Star Wars .net. .net, but this is also a great site. So they're saying, we are told that an Obi-Wan Kenobi limited TV series is happening, is the next top priority for the Disney Plus streaming service, and that it could be as many as six episodes. Now, there was a Kenobi project initially planned as a film, uh, but it was reported several times that uh, it was kind of taken off the front burner because of the poor reception of Solo. See, you guys? See? See? You guys don't go see Solo, and this is what happens. Yeah. <laughs> now, people are like, well, why? How do we know that it was actually happening? Well... There's an interesting that interesting thing that movie companies will do sometimes. When they're trying to get some excitement and kind of hint towards some things that could be upcoming, they will take actors and have them show up at events for projects within the same universe, within the production mm-hmm. company, such as red carpet events, premieres, and so on and so forth. When Solo was coming out, the premiere, the red carpet event, the premiere, the big event they had guess who was there not us ewan mcgregor why would ewan mcgregor go to solo when he wasn't in the movie at all and i mean there really wasn't any reason for him to be there he he had he wasn't at the other star wars premieres why was he here he wanted the high ground because they were in talks with him and talking to him about reprising his role as kenobi for a kenobi film i mean please do it well, when Solo flopped, financially, uh, they basically were like, well, sorry, we're not going to do it now. Yeah. But imagine this. So they were like, okay, we have an idea for a Kenobi film. Maybe it was a trilogy of films they were thinking of doing. So six hours. Wait a minute. Six hours? Six episodes? One hour in each? One hour episodes each? <gasps> we're getting a Kenobi thingy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really believe I think it's going to happen guys I really think we're getting this this Kenobi uh, series on Disney Plus I think that is the smartest idea the best route to take this uh, I mean I've been screaming for a Kenobi movie for a while now I think this is even better than that because yeah, you can flesh it out way more uh, yes and no yeah I mean you, you, there's as, as many pros as cons. Yeah. You know, let's say, let's say they have the, they had an idea for a trilogy. Let's say that, you know, they had 10 hours written for this trilogy. Okay. Total. Not saying that's how they did it. They may have just had a point A to point Z yeah. and they were just going to write, you know, they have, maybe they never even got to the scripting phase of it, but 
you know, let's say that they, they had this grand idea and they're like, well, it can only be six episodes. Well, then they're limited to so much hours. time. Well, not six hours because it could be an hour and a half each. could be two hours mm. each. Who knows? God, but, two hours. <laughs> I need more. <laughs> but again, you know, they, it's, they'd be a little more strict with what they can do. You know, there. Whereas a movie, they could say, well, we want this movie to be two and a half hours. We want that movie to be two and a half hours. We want that one to be two and a half hours. And it goes from six hours to being seven and a half hours. Yeah. Which, you know, okay, that would work. That would be nice. So there's some pros and cons there. Uh, Hugh McGregor is number one. If they don't get Hugh McGregor, I'm going to be very upset. But there's no way they're not going to get Hugh McGregor. Yeah. He's just, he's like, I don't even care. He wants, he wants yeah. it. He wants to be back in the role. Like He, he wants, wants the to, high ground. But where do you think it could go? And we've talked about this in the past on our old show, Star Wars Talk, but on Shooting the Sith, Whoa. where do you um, think Where do you think they could take a Kenobi movie? He, or TV series, I'm sorry. He befriends a Jawa, <laughs> and they, they make it something like police. Obi-Wan Jawa <laughs> Adventures. Exactly. They make it like a Bill and Ted movie. <laughs> TPD, Tatooine Police Department. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I could get behind it. Realistically... I would see a lot of exploration of the force. Like that would that would have to be a foundation for. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. I've said this before. I I agree with you on that. Like because we know what he does. He just he stays on Tatooine. He overlooks Luke. Like, but does he? Does he I stay mean, on Tatooine? Because it, there's nothing that says that he stays there the entire time. I mean that's true. You know, and and, and here's the thing. How does he learn the ability to live beyond death if he doesn't go and speak and seek Yoda? I mean, they so, drop that in episode so three. So could you imagine? But I mean, it's very kind of. short. I mean, they, it's not like they're there for days or months. You know, yeah, but, but it's like, okay, I'll teach you to talk to Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon can teach you how to do that. Okay. Which could, could be get, explained in the thing. Could we get a Qui-Gon? <laughs> Please, uh, Liam Neeson. Yeah. <laughs> Come back. Yeah. Do, does, do we get a cameo from, from Qui-Gon? How cool would it be for him to travel to Dagobah and see Yeah, him? get a Yoda scene. A little Yoda scene there. Uh, I, I, I still think, I think they need to utilize the idea that Vader has taken on an apprentice, make it a younger Jedi who... Uh, <coughs> who Starkiller. <coughs> who during the, the Purge, you know, went into hiding, but Vader was able to turn him. Yeah, and, and now does Vader's dirty work exactly? And he sends Vader sends him out in finding the Jedi to continue the Jedi purge, and it's Obi Wan who has to lead him away from Tatooine. He and goes away from Tatooine, him. and he leads him away from Tatooine to keep him from finding Luke. And he has a fight, and he kills Vader's apprentice, <clears throat> Star Killer. <laughs> it could be Star Killer. Could be anybody else. <laughs> I mean, I would be all for an Obi Wan Star Killer thing. Yeah, why not? And just basically redo the first game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd love to see Bail Organa show up. Why not? Yeah, I mean, you know, he, he he would know. Yeah, he it would make sense. Exactly, exactly. I I just think that it would be. It'd be so nice to see an Alderaan before it became an asteroid field. Yeah, I mean, we kind of see it a little bit in episode three, kind of. Like but like, actually, scene. like, I'm I'm sure like you could work in a scene there. Maybe. I mean, I'm not saying that Obi Wan would definitely go to Alderaan. I think Obi Wan is going to have to. If you do a show like this, you have to be selective on where he travels because yeah. he can't go to populated areas. Yeah. You know, because especially areas that are controlled by the Empire. 
That's so true. he has to be careful with that. Uh, so that's why, you know... So there's no, like, oh, I got balls, I'm going to go to that, the Death Star. Yeah. So let's say, for those first few years that he's on Tatooine, you know, he's trying to to hold down and, and keep the Force, you know, from... Yeah. Like he's, like, he's basically being secluded, doing what Luke did, and just, just uh, detaching himself from the Force. Maybe something pops up. Maybe maybe it is this apprentice of Vader who shows up on Tatooine and it alerts Obi-Wan and he's like, crap, I need to pull him away from here so he doesn't find Luke. Yeah. And, you know, he then taps back into the Force, but he's struggling with it because it's been so long since he used it. So as he's driving him away and pulling this this apprentice away, he has to make a stop at Dagobah to talk to Yoda. Like, how can I, you know, yeah. teach me how to, how to... Teach me to Force again. Yeah. It, well, kind of, not like... <laughs> completely you know teaching yeah. but you know just like i'm having trouble here you know it's been 10 years or whatever since i've had to tap into it help me here and then you can get a nice little flashback you can get some cool things like that i think i, I just think that would be a really cool thing to see maybe have it lead back to mustafar maybe you go back to mustafar and not only does does obi-wan track down and kill his apprentice or maybe the apprentice tracks him down but either way uh he does face vader one more time before 10 years later before he dies yeah well dies true so I, I don't know. I, I just think that there's a lot that you could really do with this idea. People people have this this conception that oh Obi Wan can't leave Tatooine, and that is not the case at all. There's no reason why he couldn't leave and just you know come back at some point. Uh, he can absolutely. I mean, it would be interesting if they take the route where he doesn't leave it, and Tatooine becomes a dark like a heavy dark side, like you know how Ray goes into the hole yeah. on. Like, there's a dark side place because of Anakin originating there. And he goes into the dark side and he travels through the Force, essentially. Maybe. And comes deeper and bowed in the Force. Yeah. And and dode. And bowed? And dode. And dowed? And there we go. I can't talk because I'm so nasally. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, they could do that way, too. Where yep. you have Obi-Wan fighting Maul again. Mm-hmm. Even though it's completely, you know, the Force, but he's fighting Maul again. Yeah fights Dooku again, fights Darth Vader again. Well, Anakin. Yeah, yeah. It's- I mean, there's there's some cool things that they could definitely dive into and, mm-hmm. and explore with a show like this, and I'm sure they have an idea of what they want to do. Uh, if not, sign us up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll guide you. Can we just join the, the story group? Yeah. Can we? Just whatever. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> Pay us that much money to just sit there and talk Star Wars? Fuck yeah, yeah I'll yeah, take it. Not? Uh, but I mean, that's that's uh, I mean, just something that's so exciting to, to you know. I mean, I wa- I'm all about Obi Wan. Like, give me it. Yeah, I wouldn't oh. even mind a Darth Vader miniseries, to be honest. That whole fan film got me all excited for a Darth Vader miniseries. So I mean, we don't know what I mean what Vader did in between three and four. Again, either. I think we said this a few episodes back, but how cool would it be? So you do a six episode arc of Obi Wan, all right, and you have what's going on there. And then maybe do a six-episode arc of of Vader, yeah. And his storyline is going on while the Vader storyline is, or the uh, Kenobi storyline is going on. And maybe there's a point of intersection there, and we see it from the opposite side of, of Vader's point of view. Yeah, you know, and, and then you can maybe do another one of like a Boba Fett one, uh, where you know and, Boba Fett and and there's a point in time where Boba Fett and Obi Wan come, you know, yeah, cross paths. One or, giant, and it's just there's just little connections, you know, that just happen through. Throughout yeah. this whole entire, that would be really cool to do. It'd be tough, but it'd be yeah. cool. 
Because, I mean, Vader is ultimately struggling with the fact that he's just been lied to. He sacrificed everything, lost the one person he loved. Mm -hmm. As far as he's concerned, his kids are dead. Like, he lost everything on the on the word of Palpatine. Like, I, you could save her. I could teach you to save her. Yeah. Like, he, he has to be struggling with demons. Like, he wants, you know, either kill Palpatine, yeah. go back and visit Padme. You know, he, he has some stuff going down. Yeah. For sure. And then Boba Fett beca can become relevant. <laughs> yeah, they can do some cool things with him. Uh, you know, Darth Maul. Yeah. Even, you know, because we we know, like, you know, there's that whole thing that, you know, Solo, like, there's that whole ending spo of Solo. Spo spoiler, spoiler warning. There's that whole ending of Solo where, you know, he's in charge of this this criminal group. Yeah. And, and it's sad that that's never going to be explored. Unless they throw it on a TV show. Yeah. You know, and uh, once again, we just see Darth Maul doing Darth Maul stuff through the TV show. That'd be so dope. You know, six episodes, fine. You know, take that story that they were going to do for a second solo or a third solo, throw in a TV show, get Alden Aaron right back, throw yeah. him in there as well. You know, get, get him. Donald Glover, Donald Glover, yeah. Get uh, a, a, a Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark, yeah. TV's not above any of these people. So yeah. why not? I mean, most of them started on below, TV. Below. They're not above. There we go. I mean, they all started on tv yeah quote unquote tv i mean amelia clark started on game of thrones hbo is above tv <laughs> <laughs> but i mean you could do that why not yola i mean i i personally would like a war series give me like a 10 episode war series yeah, with like, a scene like from solo like a band of brothers yeah. type of thing where for... it's just a, a squadron of clones yeah. you don't even have to have anybody have real names you know, you just watch them struggle and then have scenes like they did in Solo where it was an actual war scene. Yeah. Give me that. I'd be down to watch that for 10 episodes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Definitely. So there's a lot that they can do, but uh, absolutely excited if the, if this Kenobi thing plays out like it's supposed That'd to. That'd be so dope. How great would that be? Uh, hey, hey, uh, Lucasfilms, if you're listening, which odds are you probably aren't, if people can contact get us in contact with them, that'd be cool. Uh, we want a job. Uh, do want to give a shout out to a big Star Wars fan. He does a YouTube uh, channel. Uh, he's called Junkman. Uh, he talks a lot of Star Wars, talks toys a good bit when it comes to Star Wars stuff. And I want to give him a shout out. Uh, he's got a group on on Facebook as well as you know you can follow him on Twitter. Find him. He's a pretty cool guy. Loves to talk Star Wars. Little opinionated on things, but that's okay because that's what what makes this kind of stuff fun and what makes discussing Star Wars fun is when people are opinionated. As long as you can keep your your emotion in check and actually have a good conversation, then you know there's no deal, no big deal with having some good opinions or different opinions. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I want to give a shout out to there. But that leads me into this that we have some. Uh, new toys that are coming out. They're doing a 20th anniversary for the Phantom Menace toy line, which is kind of exciting. And they're also doing a toy line where it's uh, basically they're remaking all the original toys from the 80s. Uh, that's pretty cool. 80s toy line. So the 70s and 80s toy line. So that's kind that. of cool. Yeah. I have some of those toys from the 80s. Yeah, I have some of them also. Still in package. I remember the one time at my old house growing up, uh, we were, like, there was this, like, my house then there was like a nice big back porch and then there was this hillside that went into like a wooded area and i was up on the one day because i would play on the, the hillside all the time and I'd play with my action figures and cars and stuff like that now i have an older brother he's eight years older than me <laughs> and he's like nerd and he was huge he was as into star wars as i i was at, at one point in time not too much anymore but uh, when i was a kid or when he was a kid he was really into star wars 
So I was playing on on the hillside one time, and I'm just kind of playing, and uh, I was playing in the dirt, and I found in the dirt one of the old Lando Calrissian action figures. <laughs> and I was like, what is this? I'm like, I remember running into my mom in, in the house. I remember how old I was, maybe maybe 10 or 11 years old. And I run in, I'm like, mom, what's this? Where'd this come from? And she's like, oh, that must have been your brother's. He may have been playing up there and just forgot about it and just kind of... You know, sunk yeah. into the the dirt there, and I found it. You know, I I was like it's pretty cool. And I still have it. Like I saved that. You know, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it's beat the hell, but hey, hey cool. it was it was fossilized. Yeah, fossilized. <laughs> fossilized. Um, no, I'm a big fan of of Star Wars toys. I do. I love collecting Star Wars toys. I don't collect a lot of them, but I I pick certain ones that I really want, and I get them. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of what I do. Say for Episode Eight, you got what Luke, Ray, Kylo, and. Leia. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to get the that Leia one was such a bitch. <laughs> yeah, you found that for me, <laughs> I thankfully. <did>. Yeah, <laughs> that was such a pain in the ass. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I find I, I pick out characters that I really want to get when it comes to the new movies and get them and everything like that. And uh, you know, it's just fun. It's just fun to do. And you know, we got uh, Force Friday. You know, they announced it's going to be uh, Triple Force Friday. They're going to be releasing stuff for the Force Awakens. Uh, you know, for the Mandalore, for Star Wars: Fallen Jedi. The video game. And then also Frozen. I don't know why they talked about Frozen there as well. But they talked about the movie Frozen because that's going to be coming out as well. That's some cross-promotion there. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we got that coming. You know, that's going to be the beginning of fall. Yeah. An exciting time. That's I'm hoping going to be a fun weekend. I'm hoping that, you know, we can take some time and go out there and actually find a store that's... that Because yeah. the stores around us, they just they suck, suck when it comes to, to that stuff. So Our whole area for anything entertainment-wise yeah. really sucks. Yeah. So if we can find a good store that we can maybe go to and try and do something there... <laughs> Drives three hours out of the way. <laughs> uh, that'd be kind of cool. Uh, so if anybody's in the Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania area and you know of a store that always goes big when it comes to these events, let us know because honestly, I'd rather sit there and have an event and, and talk and be involved with the community about talking Star Wars and everything like yeah. that than going and buying stuff, which I love buying this stuff and I will still buy it, but you know, I'd rather spend yeah. time because the places around here, I would show, like there one store I went at midnight for the last Force Friday and they didn't have anything out. And two Force Fridays ago, uh, there was like four of us there, and they actually put stuff out. So it was kind of cool, because I was like, oh, I want that, I want that, I want that. And there's only four of us, but it still sucked, because there wasn't a lot of people. I want to go to a place where I can talk to a lot of people. Where there's like 20 people. (laughs) Yeah. 30, 40, 50, 100. I don't care. (laughs) Fill the whole store. 50,000 people. (laughs) Yeah, that's all I got for shooting the Sith this week. I just really want to talk about them. We were shooting the Sith. Wrapping production on episode nine, the Obi-Wan stuff, and the toys. So it's a good time. It's a great time to be a Star Wars fan, everybody. I mean, yeah, there's some controversy. There's some people that are really opinionated out there, but don't let that get you down. Stay truthful to what you believe, what you like. If you didn't like The Last Jedi, cool. If you did like it, awesome. It doesn't matter. We're all Star Wars fans. We all have a good time. Remember, we all still hate Star Trek. (laughs) That's not exactly true. Shut up, you. (laughs) But, again, we all love Star Wars. That's what matters the most. And, you know, just keep remembering that despite what happens, you know, Star Wars is always a thing that's going to connect so many people to together and that's what's amazing whether you like the new stuff or hate the new stuff whether you you love the old stuff or hate the old stuff there's something there that will connect us all together and it's just a great fandom to be a part of so remember that thank you for listening to shooting a sith on the fandom vibe and we will talk at you sometime soon may the force be with you yeet